You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And uh, I have a fun fact. Oh, let's hear it. it. Yeah, I have a fun fact. Um, This is off of (laughs) bestlifeonline.com. Dolly Parton lost a lookalike contest. Dolly Parton once entered a celebrity lookalike contest without revealing her true identity at a club in San Francisco, and she lost to a drag queen. And and the commentation was Dolly Parton. She actually, yeah, yeah it was, a, it was a Dolly Parton look like contest, <laughs> and so she funny. lost. Did she reveal her I'm identity? Assuming, I'm assuming so. Yeah, and that's funny. Yeah. Well, that's way uh, funny. <laughs> drag queens are good, man. <laughs> I guess so. I guess a lot so. of them dress like Dolly too. Uh. <laughs> She's famous. <clears throat> Speaking of drag queens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chase, did you do a through hike? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we dressed drag the whole time. That's why. That's why you didn't make it. Mm, I know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you would know that me and my friend Tanner head out, headed out, heated out, went out, went out. <laughs> to oh, the, <laughs> the winter highline oh. trail and um yeah we, we we did not finish um it was a very humbling experience we got a ride to the trailhead on t- wednesday morning and we hit the trail on the first 20 miles or so we're all below tree line you're in the forest it's dry it's typical utah desert and there is no water um, so we didn't hit water for about 20 miles. Um, once we hit water, we filtered. Um, I found out that my bee free is old and I need a new one. Oh, uh-huh. so they do age. Out they of do there. age. Okay. Yeah. It was just filtering just so slow. Used a lot. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I don't know what it is about the Uinas, but when I go to the Uinas, it clogs my filters faster than just about anything. I think it's the algae. The algae. But I don't get that in the Wind Rivers or the Tetons or it's the probably Sautus. the altitude. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Could be. Maybe. Could be. Um, but the first, yeah, the first 20 miles of the trail, is, it was nothing like too stellar. Not, yeah, to be completely honest, it was cool. It was a good hike. But we did 26 miles the first day. We got to camp and we were pretty beat. Um, we, I think I was in my sleeping bag going to bed at like 8 30 which hasn't happened in years it's so, weird because it's still light out yep still light out um woke up the next day hit the trail we did another 26 miles um we took a little break at chapita lake and saw our first human it was you know two days without seeing a person wow yeah that's sweet um so we saw a guy and he was doing the same trail but he was taking 14 days to do it 
He was doing all these little side shoots, and then we ran into these these two girls that were doing it, and they were taking eight or nine days to do it. And so they had all been on the trail for four or five days, and they're like, oh, are you guys four or five days in too? Like, no, we're, this is day two. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you guys are crazy. And we quickly realized after that we were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we got lunch there, took a nap at the lake, and then we kept pushing. We went, we went over North Pole Pass, which was super pretty. Um, it was like the highlands of – Scotland met Uintas like really really mm. green rolling hills um but just like mountains peaks sticking up really pretty and at the top of North Pole Pass it put us at 50 miles for the trail so we started to descend and my left foot was, was just on fire out of nowhere I, was, I felt really good and then out of nowhere I couldn't even put weight on my left foot so we did two more miles put up camp woke up the next morning and my foot was still on fire and I couldn't really put much weight on it. So we decided to bail out and we took the Uinta River Trail. Do you know what happened? Why it's on fire? I'm pretty sure it's a stress fracture. I've had stress fractures before. <coughs> um, Sorry. I mean, I haven't had an x-ray or anything. I haven't had it looked at, but it still hurts pretty bad. Um, or what? What do, you, what do you do to fix stress fractures? Nothing? Like you just, just heal on their own? Yeah, just don't don't go running don't do a lot of activity i have an appointment next week with a a podiatrist gonna go in and see if there's more damage or whatnot i don't know like my foot never it swell swelled up a little bit it got swole as people say nowadays um so swole yeah my foot was swole they um, say that about me all the time <laughs> well, i don't even know what it means I look just, at you i hear that I mean, all the time <laughs> just yeah anyways wow, your your belly man it's really <laughs> small my five-year-old tells me i have a <laughs> nice fat belly all fat. the time thanks ever since swole. I that. yeah mine do too uh so yeah not completely sure what's going on with it it's not swollen anymore but it still hurts pretty bad um so we bailed out we did a 16 mile descent on a very terrible trail that i do not care to hike again but really pretty um it i don't think we could have asked for a more perfect scenario we get to the trailhead we're both in pain my buddy's knees were not doing super good um the very first car we saw i like flagged him down so he wasn't doing good either yeah he was doing good until like the last five miles he said his right knee started to really act up and so i think in hindsight it was probably good that we decided to bail because i think both of us would have been in a world of hurt you know i think you're the Derek rose of outdoor, <laughs> of sports. outdoor sports always injured uh i think you mentioned this last yeah, week yeah. you know i uh he's the second he is the second most injured player in the nba do you know who the number one is Derek favors no no not favors what's his bucket they used to play for the jazz no not jazz player Dante mm-hmm. or xm Dante XM. yeah that's a He's always injured. Yeah, not favors actually. You know what? He, he might be, but Chandler, they have Chandler Parsons as number one. <laughs> he says he's one of the most overplayed players in the NBA, making over twenty-five million in the final year of a con- contract. Yet has never played to his potential, and goes down all the lists of injuries that he's had. That's me. I get paid twenty-five million, and I'm always injured. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start completing something. Get paid twenty five million. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh shoot. Twenty five dollars, twenty five million, <coughs> same thing. 
but we had the most perfect scenario we got to the trailhead we're both like in pain first car we flagged down they're like you know we were gonna go hiking but our kids are complaining so we decided we're not gonna take them on a hike anymore <laughs> so we'll just give you a ride back to roosevelt no way no way sweet so we jumped in the bed of their truck and it was like over an hour drive down to Roosevelt, and they took us all the way down there, and then they turned around and went back to their camp. That's crazy. Super nice people. Um, and we got another ride from Roosevelt to Vernal and got in our car and drove home. Wow. <laughs> so pretty uneventful, really pretty trail. Um, I I want to go back and do it. I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, but like, talking to Bryden, um, the, the thru-hiker Simba, whatever you know him as um he said when he did this pct it took him over a month to do a 20 mile day um he's like we worked we like to work up to it. yeah you totally got to work out to it. he's like i could go do a 20 mile day but he's like i wouldn't be able to sustain that so he's like i we did 10 15 12 15 just like working oh. out to it. he said it took over a month to do a 20 mile day by the end of the trail he said his average was 35 miles a day oh, so they're doing wow. long miles but he's like it takes it takes a couple months to work up to that. And I was like, oh, yeah. That would have been wise to know. <laughs> so mm. um, it was fun, though. I mean, it, I've, I've always tried to pack light, but this was one of the trips that we went light and we went fast and light. We were covering a lot of miles, didn't have a lot of gear. It was just very, very lightweight. And it's so nice to have a lightweight pack. Um, but, yes, I will be, I will be back we're probably going to try and do it in like seven days and just take it easy. Um, no, you're not going back in seven days. No, no. You're sorry. Do the trail in a, in a period of seven days. Got it. Um, and do like 15 miles a day or something like that. And if we're feeling good, listen to the body, maybe go a little bit further. But we just we just pushed it too hard. We really wanted to finish on Sunday. So that meant we we're going to try and do 26 a day and then just do 12 miles on the last day. So we could get out to the trail at a decent hour to hitch out. So our plan was, it sounded great. On paper. <laughs> On paper until we're trying to do 25, 26 miles a day and bodies but just weren't ready for it. completed a 50 miler, right? Mm -hmm. And I think... Last year. Yeah. I, looking back, I think one of the biggest reasons that my, my feet really, like my stretch fracture my foot and, and was hurting is... In the past, I've had a lot of trail and running miles, and now I do a lot of biking. So my legs, my muscles felt fine. I wasn't really that sore. Like I was sore like you would be for walking 26 miles, but I got up in the morning and I was fine. But it was my joints that weren't used to impact because I've been riding a bike so much. So I think that was one of the big things is like I felt fine. I, physically, I was capable of doing it, but my, my joints weren't used to high impact because I've been riding a bike so much. So I think that was one of the reasons is physically I was there. My cardio is there. I have the, the energy and the strength to go. But I just, in the past, I've had lots of trail running and more high abrasive miles on my body in, at this point in the summer. But I've been doing so much biking that my body's weaker. So so now you you said some people skip the first so many miles of that particular yeah, it seems, way you went. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually the three people that we ran into the, I guess the two groups, but the three people, they were doing the whole entire trail. But like I said, they were taking anywhere from eight to 14 days to do it. But a lot of people, and they said that they had talked to people that they had seen on a trail that had started at Lady Peak and is 20 miles, actually 25 miles in from where we started. There's a trailhead there. 
Um, the main reason we want to do the whole thing, but it was also going to be logistically easier to start on Highway 191 all the way to the east. So, but yeah, a lot of people cut off that first 25 miles and make it like a 70-ish mile hike. So, and then there's one but more. But you said there wasn't much to see. There really wasn't. Like, when we go back and do it, I still want to do the whole thing. Just to say I've done the whole thing start to finish in one push. But yeah, the, the prettiest part of the hike starts at like mile 20 25 right in there um it's not that the first part is ugly at all it's still really pretty but there's no views you're kind of down in the forest the whole time mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of water so if you're going to take like you really have to do that first push in one day um because if you do it and or you had to carry a lot of water um we we each had a liter and a half and by the time we got to the first fill up spot like i was pretty thirsty um to cut that up in two days i would have to have a lot of water on me to make it to that first water source so you're like 18 to 20 miles before you hit water so well then you can't start slow and go that way you can't um, i mean i guess you could if you, you pack a lot of water if you pack water yeah, yeah or just i mean yeah water be dehydrated for a second <laughs> i don't know mm -hmm. but there's really yeah it's you're you're a solid oops you're at least 18 miles i think you might even be 20 21 before you hit like a good water source so i guess there is water yeah, like there's mile water around mile like three, and then three sure. three to three to twenty one. Yeah. There's like nothing. Okay. So, is there um, is there a lot of elevation gain in that first? No, it's flat? it's pretty flat. I think <coughs> we gained three thousand feet over twenty twenty six miles twenty six. Yeah, twenty five twenty six. So there's not a lot. Um, the elevation didn't really start until day two. We did two passes, but even those two passes, like. That bad. Looking on the map, it looked like North Pole was one of the bigger passes, and I didn't feel like it was that bad. Um, and we did that at mile; it started at mile like forty-eight. So we were we our bodies were well beaten up <laughs> at that point, and I didn't feel like it was that bad. How far into the trail do you hit like Anderson Pass? That would have we would have hit it on day three. So it's like around a mile i want to say around mile like between 60 and 70 okay. you hit that area so and anderson yeah he hit anderson um towards the end of what would have been day three i think and we would have we probably would have camped at the base of tungsten pass or gone up and over tungsten and camped on the other side of tungsten but wow. yeah there's like there's lots of up and down but i personally didn't feel like any of the passes were that crazy i thought they were all pretty mellow so Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Any yeah. Any last advice or last final words on your experience that you would give to someone who thinks about through hiking the Uintas on on that trail? If you're a through hiker, then you probably know what your pace could be. But if you're just trying to get into it, like, how do you not go out fast? I mean, because that's it, we do it in races. You do it, people do it in five Ks for crying out loud. I, like you just want to go. And you're, exactly. You're so excited. So. You have to mentally prepare yourself and say, nope, I'm only doing mm -hmm. so, so many miles. Exactly. Like when I ran my first marathon, we had made it up in our mind, like we'll run for nine minutes and walk for one minute, run for nine minutes, walk for one minute, just to kind of get that break. And I remember at minute nine, for the first nine minutes of the marathon, like my sister's like, all right, let's do our minute. And you're just surrounded by this horde of people. Like, I'm not going to walk. I don't want to mm -hmm. look like that, dude. But like, had we not have done that, my body wasn't prepared to run the whole entire marathon straight. Um, so I think it's the same mentality. Like you have to go into it. Like this is where we're going to camp. We're not going past here. It'd be great to go further, but 
I mean, take it from me, I had to bail out at mile. I mean, we got, we got 68 miles in, in three days, which is still pretty aggressive. Um, but it, it broke me. <laughs> like, I wasn't able to finish the rest of the trail. So in hindsight, I would have done 15 miles a day and kept it at that. That's still a lot of miles. Um, but I think my body would have been able to sustain that for for longer. But, yeah, cool. just be patient. There's The trail is really cool. Um, it's really pretty. There's no need to rush it. See any animals? Um, not, we saw a, de- a ton of deer. We actually, on the second night, we had deer in our camp that we were in our sleeping bags and they were coming up like within five feet of our tent while we were eating. They kind of like kept creeping up and then we turn around and they back off and they kept, That's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of funny. So lots of deer, but no, no moose or elk or anything. So cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. All right. Well, thanks Chase. Yeah. <clears throat> On the next episode, I think we need to talk gear. Talk some of the gear that you used, what Let's worked, what didn't. So sounds good. And then just to let you know, um, because it is the season for adventuring, uh, in the next few weeks, um, Brandon's going to be out of town. I'm going to be out of town. Chase is probably. He's always just out of town on his no, adventure. No, my, my he does have Brandon's a few, gone, so I will. I will be in town. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gotta. My adventuring requires sipping adult beverages poolside in Florida. <laughs> Bummer. So, well, <coughs> yeah, I uh, I'll be sending out daily sales goals. Looking forward to your did you knows. Okay. Did you see today's? <laughs> yeah, it was gnarly. <laughs> um. So anyway, just just a heads up. We're gonna pre-record many. We're gonna try to pre-record many episodes so that we uh, don't miss a beat while Brandon's gone and. Um, we may, we'll shoot to have five episodes per week in the next few weeks, but we may, we fall short. May fall short a little bit of that, and so if for some reason we don't have a new episode one day or a couple days or whatever, just know they're coming, and we're we're working on it. We haven't given up, um, so just just heads up there. All right, well, thanks for joining us for the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. And leave us a friendly review if you would. Um, Also, please check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. We have a blog there where where, uh, various people, including like Bryden, who's our resident through hiker, uh, and others post um, gear reviews or or, uh, trip reports or those types of things on our blog. You can check out YouTube where Bryden's done a bunch of... uh, gear reviews meal reviews lots of different things from his through hike and uh yeah and then you can also follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero so thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there Bye.